How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Matt, I'll be, I'll be wanting to, to do this for a while, so to, just give me a second, all right? Okay. okay. <clears throat> TV.com uh, uh, podcast, um, and I've completely forgotten what I say next. Oh, right, okay, yeah, this is the uh, podcast uh, of the website www.thecustardtv.com, and uh, I'm not Luke, the runner and the um, creator of the website. I'm Gary, uh, the bloke in London, and I'm joined, as always, by the reliable Matt in the North. Hi, Gary. Reliable, is that Indeed. We, well, what, it's either me or Luke that tends to not be around. You... Yeah, I'm always here. I've got no life. <laughs> I was, I was going to put more but that you're much more dependable and more reliable yeah. than us. But yeah, if yeah. you want to go with that, then mm. then yeah, go with that. Um, I'm always around on you know Thursday night when we uh, when we take this. Yeah, we, we record on a Thursday night, in case you don't know that, people. And um, it's kind of a weird night, because there's a lot of good telly on later. Uh, Luke is, um, let's think of something that he won't cut out of the edit. Luke's not well this week. There's nothing he won't cut <laughs> no. out of the edit. But we could make something. <laughs> Luke has been uh, harming... This probably won't, Brazil. none of this will make it onto the air. This will just be yeah. like 45 minutes of white noise. <laughs> Gary and Matt talking telly on the Cluster TV podcast. We talk about news reviews. I go west, which is where I talk about stuff from America. Uh, we talk about reviews and then we preview next week's uh, television. I'm going to hand over to my lovely northern colleague first of all with the news. First bit of news. Uh, Luke's actually quite happy about this because he used to watch this program when he lived in the states. That the Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> Ellen um, DeGeneres. Degenerous? Degenerous? Degenerous, I think. Okay. Whether she is Degenerous, I don't know. But uh... <laughs> Well, it's a chat show, basically, isn't it? But one of the um, it... sort of big ones in America. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's not an evening. It's an afternoon chat show in America, mm. isn't it? So it's, it's, is it fair to say that this is like, I don't know, what is it like? It's not like Jeremy Kyle. It's got celebrities on it, not nobodies. Yeah. It's kind of like Lorraine, I suppose. Is that fair? Lorraine. Oh, I've got one. Paul O'Grady. That'll be it, yeah. But with less dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's coming to ITV2. I don't know if we've got a time for I, it I yet. I believe it's going to be the, the next day. So I believe when they show mm. up... But, the... like, time, is it going to be afternoon as well? I believe or so, gonna... yeah. I, it, okay. Because may... ITV2 don't really have a lot on in the afternoons, do they? It's not like... No. 
They, they, well, they barely have anything on in the evenings, let's be honest. It's uh, two and a half men. Um, Towie. Tow, tow, well, you know, Towie's on ITVB now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're I, right there. It's, it's dinner dates. No, dinner dates on ITVB as well. <laughs> what's on ITV2 now? Look, Keith Lemon. Keith Lemon, yeah, he's still on there. I'll live look up what's on ITV2. Scorpion. You've been framed. It's all repeats. Yeah, two and a half men. It's all repeats, basically, Gary. Celebrity Juice, and yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. But yeah, okay. and maybe they might even reshow it in the evenings. I don't know. And the other one is a return. I'm not sure if you were a fan of this the first time round. Robot Wars. I was. I wasn't a mad fan. I wasn't like you know. I didn't go out and get us a killer lot uh, doll or something like that. Matilda. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm aware of it. I, the, the, the good thing is, is that this obviously any time sort of any show like this sort of gets renewed, there's been a lot of nostalgia. There's some sort of petition for Jonathan Pierce to do the commentary like he used to do. Craig Charles to be the presenter like he used to do, so... Philippa Forrester. Well, I'm always happy when Philippa Forrester comes back. It's, it's got a certain charm because it's of its time, that sort of time where, you know, we didn't rely on technology yeah. that much and it was still sort of something of the future now, almost like our technology now has overtaken what the robots can do. You know, it, at the time, sort of, was it 95, 96 it was yeah, on? Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, the only sort of big technology we had was like Doom 2 and, and Carter on the PC. Carter. Remember um, that? God. Yeah. Google before um, it was Google. So I wonder if all the robots are going to be controlled by smartphones. Or, be, or by watches. Yeah. So. See, I don't, I don't know. I, it it's, work, it's nice it? to have something back, but it's I don't know how you could make it for this sort of tech-savvy audience who sort of didn't watch it the first time around. I mean, the, like main, the main thing around. was, obviously, it, you know, the, 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 it was like, you kind of got those three generations or groups of people, didn't you? You got granddad, dad, and young son all got together and built a robot, and the son pilots it, but the granddad is the one that really made it or something, you know. And um, it was quite good. I remember that episode of uh, Phoenix Knights where they did a robot oh, war. Really? I don't know if you ever saw And that. I think that... No, I'm, I'm worried that this might be something we remember more fondly than actually when it comes back, but we'll have to see. Gary, why don't you go west then? Uh, I shall. Daredevil, which was on Netflix last year's second series, is going to start on the 18th of March. Like last year, you'll probably get all whatever, however many episodes in one go uh, for you to watch. They won't do week by week. One that I liked last year was Madam Secretary. I know Luke's about to take the mick out of the fact that it's called Madam Secretary. Huh? Ooh, Madam. Ooh, Madam Secretary. Uh, season two of that will be coming back to Sky Living on the 27th of January. Five Star have this week announced that they'll be picking up Heroes Reborn, and the Shannara Chronicles. Now, Heroes Reborn is the reboot of Heroes um, that's uh, recently been shown in the States. And the Shannara Chronicles is an MTV drama. The only other MTV drama I'm aware of is Teen Wolf, and that's not particularly great. But the later news is that already it appears that Heroes Reborn has been cancelled by it. Mm, I read that. Um, they're not saying cancelled. They're saying they won't be extending the miniseries, which is cancelled in everyone else's eyes. Yeah. And this, coupled with the news, the fact that the first episode of the reboot of The X-Files has not been particularly well-received, makes me wonder whether there's a bit of a, a backlash about this. You know, we know that there's also Prison Break due to come back later this year. That, mm. And obviously Twin Peaks next year as well. Uh, are we worried, the sort of comeback, yeah, I suppose. Are we worried that there's not enough new ideas and that rehashings mm. are just not going to cut it? I don't. Well, I think it's the new shows that get a lot of critical acclaim isn't it i can't think of any returns that have um 
met with any sort of, as you say, X-Files hasn't been well received. Heroes Reborn, as far as I know, wasn't well received. I wonder whether the, the, the reviving of old television shows, what, is it, what do you think it means? Do you think it means that they've, they've, they're not enough good ideas? Yeah, or is that's it that what it does. Uh, it's not that they're cheaper, but they've got an in, inbuilt audience. I think that's yeah. the thing. You, you've got this brand identity already. You've got an inbuilt audience, whereas, you know, you're having to get awareness of um, other programs. This is why there's so many sort of superhero programs as yes. well, like, you know, Supergirl and The Flash and Arrow and things like that, because it's an inbuilt brand. Mm. Whereas something like, um, I, I'm just looking at what you're talking about later on. I mean, Gotham has got an inbuilt brand, hasn't yes. it? Something like Madam Secretary, maybe, or Scandal or, or Empire, things like that. The Good Wife, yeah, you have to sort of build from the ground up, and that's why you need at least a star name for, to hook people in. You need something to hook people in. So if you've got this audience of people who loved Heroes, X Files, Prison Break the first time round, then uh, they will instantly at least watch the first episode, think, and then might not stick with it. But that is that nostalgia built into it. That seems to be the case. Well, some 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 lighter news, some other stuff that's been uh, picked up. So Bosch uh, and Lucifer. Um, are going to get uh, screen dates on Amazon Bosch, which is a return, a second series uh, based on the books by Michael Canelli. That will be on your screens March 11th. And fans of Lucifer, which is from a comic book, uh, where the devil comes to the um, earth and he's almost a kind of good guy. So mm. go figure that. That will You can get all of that from the 26th of Jan. And the last one, now there's been a lot of people tweeting and, and, and messaging about this. A lot of people trying to make you feel like there's going to be a Friends reunion. Well, there is and there isn't. If you actually read the story, which I have done, it's not a reunion of Friends. It's the stars of Friends. The actors, yeah. No, I read Coming this. back for a two-hour special for one of the directors of the shows, Ben Almost Burroughs. like a comic relief or something. It Very like, similar, like yeah. It'd be like if they did an office where, you know, everyone would be like, oh, Ricky Gervais has come back with yeah. the office and it turns out to be a comic relief. Yeah, Ricky Gervais and... Yeah. and yeah, the, 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 uh, are they just part of a larger ensemble of people, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just these six, it's other people who are... It's, it's not a two-hour friend special. Yeah. But, but it, what I'm saying is, it's not just these six actors no. throughout the two-hour special, it's no. other people as well, isn't he it? He has been involved in, they've worked out over a thousand, almost a thousand television shows. So wow. um, you're going to get, you know, an awful lot of, you know, in that two hours. But there you are. So you see, if anyone tells you there's going to be a friends reunion, you can say, aha, I... Uh -huh. differently on the <laughs> just like that just like that yeah indeed uh, but the best the best thing that was on TV American Wise for me last week was the return of the second series of Gotham uh, this is based on the pre predecessors to Batman and this whole series is called Rise of the Villains and if you watched last series like I did on Netflix you will have plotted very carefully the, 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 the Joker Catwoman Penguin all the classic Batman villains were all kind of, you know, coming out of the shadows. And in this series, we've been promised that more will come and things like Mr. Freeze uh, and people like that. Not only play Mr. Freeze. No, thank goodness. Like, thank goodness. Did you ever? I went to the cinema and saw that. No, I saw Batman Forever at the cinema. Was, was that Batman and Robin? Was that um, was Batman Forever? Clooney. No, that was that was Val Kilmer as Batman, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, oh, yeah. and uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. No, Clooney was was with was ba Arnie. It was Arnie was Batman, yeah, yeah. and um, and uh, and Batgirl and all that. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. 
Yes, Gotham's very good. Uh, it's very dark. Uh, it's very gritty. It's much more like the recent comic books of Batman. It, again, is a very good use of 45 minutes. It presents some sort of risk or character, and things get tied up in 45 minutes, but each of the bigger storylines, you know, the villains, get progressed a little bit. I think American television does this far better, where maybe because they have to have 24 episodes or things like that, but they, they push forward the bigger storyline a little bit each week. It's on Monday nights, which means it's up against an awful lot of stuff um, uh, around. So hopefully maybe Channel 5 will stick with it. And of course, it will come with the obligatory break at some point, I assume. I mean, this is why I think it's a good idea to start these US shows later. More Ford does it with The Good Wife. They start in, say, it'll probably be starting up soon, February time, and it'll just run straight through because they have that winter break. That's right, yeah, so they, they won't have that if they do that. One quick note about The Good Wife. It was announced this week that the show's creators will be leaving the show, um, uh, but yet CBS have confirmed they won't be cancelling it. A couple of people saying that this will be the sort of, you know, the jump the shark moment. I don't know. You're, you're, more, you're more up to date than I am. I'm still somewhere around series two or three. I mean, I've watched a few episodes of this new series that she had to debut on more for. I think it's good, but it's almost sort of gone a bit too comic now. But we'll have to see. I mean, because they've lost Archie Punjabi yes. um, to Shetland. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> going to end up being a bit weird, isn't it? Go west. That, that is, uh, the West has now been uh, conquered. Uh, I will okay. now come back east and hand over to my, my favourite moment of the show. <laughs> Matt, it's time for the reviews. Hello. Yay! We'll, we'll continue sort of West, but not really. Uh, Jericho, which is... Um, by all intents and purposes, a western, but set in uh, Yorkshire in the 1870s. This is by, I think his name's Stephen Thompson, mm-hmm. or Steve Thompson, who's previously written for Sherlock and Doctor Who. Um, it stars Jessica Rain as a uh, widowed uh, mother of two who journeys somewhere for a better life uh, for her children, and that place is a sort of shanty town called Jericho, where um, a train station, train station like a railway line, is being built, and it basically focuses on her and several other characters involved in um, the creation of the railway line. There's this um, sort of stranger, quite a well-to-do chap, played by um, Hans Matheson, who's sort of like her love interest. Seems to take his top off quite a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. Lester Freeman from The Wire as well, propping up in there. Yeah, and uh, a very strange uh, accent. As someone who'd worked on the railways in um, in America and had come over, and he was slightly suspicious. And during the course of this, this was almost like a feature length. It was a 90-minute show, and at the end you had several deaths. You had Mark Addy coming in towards the end as this sort of lawman who's, who's like, he'd been hired by the people who run the wear away and say basically, you know, I need to investigate who did this murder. Gary, now you watched this because you weren't well, originally going to watch it, but I suggested you did watch it. Uh, what did it, you think? You suggested it, and actually I managed to listen to, I was listening to, I was listening to Radio 4 in my office one morning. Very cultured. And there was actually an interview with the show's creator, Stephen Thompson, so I'm actually aware that that's right. No, just Steve Thompson. Whatever. Steve Thompson. Steve Thompson. And yeah. Jessica Rain was being interviewed, and they talked about this. 
I, I watched an hour, so I didn't get to the bit about the murder that possibly would have maybe made me more interested in it. I, I just thought this was very well made. When you said that this guy had done Sherlock on Doctor Who, mm. I wasn't surprised, in the sense that he started the story very well. He started mm. it at a point where you had no doubt of what's going on. She was being evicted from her house with her kids. You didn't need to show any of the background. You didn't need to show how her husband died, anything like that. The storytelling was spot on. Um, And I think Luke will appreciate that it didn't start halfway through. And that that there was no, like, you know, voiceover or anything like that. The premise was very well laid out from the beginning. I didn't particularly like Jessica Rain's character. Mm. I don't know whether you got to like her as it went on, I think. Yeah, at the beginning. Um, She did learn how to be a sort of, you know, head of a boarding house because she sets up like a. B and B, doesn't she? That's for right, the, for the work. railway workers, and she she sort of has no trouble in sort of becoming a businesswoman almost instantaneously. That's right. I do like Jessica Rain, and I think her character isn't the easiest person to like, and I think that's why they've surrounded her with more sort of likable secondary characters. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I couldn't buy was the fact that she had a seventeen-year-old daughter. Well, exactly. Yeah. The other thing is I couldn't quite work out why the guy from the BT adverts was running the... Uh, was running yeah, the Daniel Rigby. Um, no, I, 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 he's, he, for me, was the weakest bit. Yeah. He was sort of away from Jericho, and there was this sort of um, storyline with someone who he used to be engaged to, who was the only person who wanted to invest after there was... Yeah, they were looking for investors, accident. weren't they? Yeah. So. Um, but no, I like this. I'll tell you why I like it, because it's something different. It's not about cops. It's not about no, doctors. It's, it's something completely different for British TV. It's very daring. It's really brilliant to look at. The production design is astounding. There are problems with the story and some, with some of the characters. but And I think, I think the length of the show as well, 90... 90- well, it, it's going back down to... It's, it's going da- down to hours now. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. that, was, that was just for the first episode. Right. Would you maybe consider I, going back to it? I might do. It, now you know it's going to be less time sort of maybe, devoted to it. There's so much other good stuff on you. You're right, mm. it's just an hour. And having the fact that I didn't finish the first episode, although I'm sure it's mm. on the... Would you would you give it a go just to finish it and see? I will go back and finish the first episode. Mm. There you are. Let's, let's. I, I'm not sure how how far Luke. I know he he definitely watched this, and yes, the it is an hour from now yeah. on. So, um, no, I I it's had... just something. It's something different, and I think I you can expect character development. Mm. I really enjoyed Jericho. I yes. think it it sort of whether it will be my biggest surprise of the year, seeing as we're only on the 14th of January. Yeah. I suppose the other big show that we will be the voice. Yeah. Um, now this was, uh, I think, a bit sort of shrouded in controversy uh, because obviously we now know that this will be the last series of the Voice on the BBC. It's going to ITV in 2017, uh, and also obviously there was the big hoo-ha about Tom Jones being sort of let go from the coaching panel a day before they announced that uh, Boy George and Paloma Faith will be joining uh, Ricky Wilson and Will I Am. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Gary, what did you think of the new lineup and the coaching? I quite yeah. liked it. And, and um, uh, I mean, Boy George is a character that's, that's you know, uh, mm. well renounced. And actually, so is Paloma Faith. I know some people mm. find her a little bit too weird, but actually, I, I, I have to say I, I couldn't get on board with Paloma Faith. But I, I just—it's the fact she talks like a toddler. Well, and and she's a little bit. She is just rather strange. But I thought Boy George was rather good. And I like Boy I, George. Was, I was what surprised. Was, what was the, the one comment? I'm a pitch bitch. I know. It's, he just—he just brought a bit of an edge to the mm. show. Which yeah, but it, I which think wasn't what I liked for. about what I liked about both of them was the fact that they sort of were good at the old um, constructive criticism in a way maybe that the show's lacked yes. over the past few years. Yeah. Um, they did bring singers up on, you know, you weren't the best, but I heard something in there and I can work on it. And I don't think we've heard that so much on The Voice. Boy George, I was really surprised how much I liked him. He was almost sort of quite endearing the way that he didn't um, get anyone to, till, the, till the last yes. girl had sung. And as well, um, they seem to fix this idea where the show didn't feel as long. I mean, no, I I agree. I was like, I in like a tight forty-five minutes. Min- there was yeah, there was ten minutes left yeah. when I looked at the clock. And the talent as well on this is a lot better than you know your standard X Factor. I think anyway. It's... And are you aware of who Bernie Clifton was before? I I was well, yes, but I I I sort of take sort of umbrage with the fact that the people you know these people have had. Part, um, careers in the past because they never get through to the next round. You had like I remember last year they had Bungle from Rainbow and the guy from Black Lace on. Yeah, but before um, that they did have the girl from Cleopatra coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's get it's the very much it's it's an exception rather than the rule, isn't it? You know, the past they had Kavanagh, they had someone from Five, uh, Jay Ashton from Booksby. Oh, that's right. Uh, the yeah. list the list goes on. I think, and it I think that's to me feels they, like, yeah. the, the whole idea of the te- the chairs turning means mm. it's almost like they can bring in somebody reasonably well known like this, or, or say you say someone who was well known, and it, it, it's kind of like they're not being judged on their past fame; they're being judged on their singing voice, which is kind of what the voice should stick to. It, it, and there was this bit, wasn't there, where they couldn't work out whether it was a boy or a girl, one of the young acts, the young. Act that chose the, 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 the last girl, yeah. wasn't it, Cody, who who did a goth version of an ABBA song? And again, as well, it's not all blooming Beyonce covers, and and, mm. and the X Factor seems to rotate the the popular songs on the X Factor. Sorry, on the on the Voice, you do tend to get a more wide range of singers and styles. I mean, there was another was it wasn't it an opera style? There was a country and western style, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, they've had opera in the past, haven't they? Yes. They had the girl who came runner-up last year. Well, that's right. Was it was an opera singer. So, yeah, they have everything, don't they? I suppose you don't get that as much on the X Factor because you get it on Britain's Got Talent, though. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. And then everybody gets annoyed when a regular singer goes on Britain's Got Talent because everyone thinks it's mm-hmm. the wrong show. But I liked it. I will watch again. The biggest problem with this now is what we're in five series. We know full well that we won't remember the winner Unless the BBC change their view. I think that's the only yeah. thing that I think ITV will fix. ITV. Because they will but promote I, it. They will, they will do always, something about uh, it. But I'm already a bit hesitant about the ITV one because will they, like you said, just again go for the Beyonce covers and things like yeah, that? Yeah, will they, will they commercialise I, it? 
because I think what makes the voice what it is is the different sort of styles of singing. Mm. Talking about singing and music, lip sync battle, which doesn't involves a lot of music, but no no singing. Um, I watched sort of bits and bobs of this. This was David Williams and Alicia Dixon taking each other on um, in a UK version of the American hit, which was spawned from an idea by Stephen Merchant and John Krasinski um, and Emily Blunt. Um, This is hosted by the odd combination of (laughs) Mel B (laughs) and Professor Green. Green. This sounds like a Cluedo. You know, Mel B in the kitchen (laughs) with Professor Green. She's annoying, but He's not bad, but she is mm. annoying. But that's what she's there to be. I mean... She's a uh, scary spy. Indeed. I sort of watched the second half, because the first half of Lip Sync Battle is just them um, lip-syncing, basically, in what they're wearing. The second half is them being given props and costumes. Yeah, they and dress like up and, and other stuff. Mm. I think the thing is, in America, this has got some real big names. The recent one in America was Channing Tatum and his wife. In Channing Tatum's performance, Beyonce joined him on stage as he was mimicking Beyonce. The problem with this is, already this week, it's... um, Who is it? Michelle Keegan and and Jason Exactly. We're already... Ordinary Lies reunited. I know. We're already on to the the Z-list celebrities. I think Wally saved this first episode. Yeah. Um, his sort of comments about like Alicia Dixon knowing what to do with miming because she's done it all her career sort of thing. Um, One thing though I will say about this that did really irritate me and I did mention it on Twitter was the fact that the camera just didn't seem to know what to do because it it, annoyingly didn't always focus on when Williams was doing uh, Hello by Adele didn't always focus on Williams it went to like Professor Green it went to the audience and it's like the the appeal of this program is seeing how closely the celebrity can get there, you know, in tune with the I'm, track. I, I, that's I, I that's don't the that point that's, of the show. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they want the point of the show to be. They want yeah, but that is the point of the sure, show, it, and that it, it irritated me when I couldn't see them at all. Yeah, I wanted them to focus on Wallians rather than on you it's know Professor Green Gurning. It's a popularity thing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I certainly didn't want to see the budget. audience. No. Do you want to quickly, uh, while we're on Friday nights, do spin? Yeah, this was a little disappointing. Uh, this is a French uh, drama, uh, part of the Walter Presents series showing on More 4. It's more of a political thing, so a lot of people have thought maybe this was the French version of Borgen. It has certainly got lots more political intrigue than other sort of you know, Nordic noirs or, or Belgian dramas that we've had in the past. But I think Luke will agree with me. I saw him on Twitter and we had a bit of a conversation about this. Outside of the initial thing, which was uh, an attempt on the Prime Minister or the President of uh, uh, France's life uh, at a, uh, a, during an election period at a, at a plant, somebody comes up with a, wearing a, a sort of a, a suicide vest. After that, it just seemed to go very much into the, oh, now what do we do? Oh, who's in charge of the country? Right, what do we do about this? They didn't, they, there were so many places they could have gone but didn't. There was a double header, and I've only seen the first of the two, so I will watch the other before I sort of con- decide whether I'm going to continue or really give out my verdict. But I'd just say that there was a, looked like a bit of a missed opportunity. I was worried what it was doing on Morpho on a Friday night. Now maybe I know, if that makes yeah. sense. It's been sort of hidden. Yeah. They, they've had those sort of things on in the past, haven't they, like foreign dramas that they've yeah. bought and they're not sure about. Them this is on the not Friday as good night. as Deutschland 83. 
Yeah. Well, that's why that's on the main exactly. channel. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Tracy Ullman is oddly a comedy that we've both watched. I mean, did you sort of grow up with Tracy Ullman? Well, no, or? I, 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 I couldn't tell you where she came from. The most, the most common thing I know about Tracy Ullman is that in America, her show had The Simpsons mm. on it. I, I know, because that was the question on Matt vs. It Luke. was, yeah. And I seem to remember that she did stuff maybe with Lenny Henry. She was kind of that era. Yeah, there was there was a, I believe it's called Three, of the, Three of the Kind, with her, Lenny Henry, and David Copperfield, That's the comic, not the magician. Yeah. And I, she was kind of well-known. I think she was kind of one of the Brits that went over to America and did well. So when she, I remember her in uh, Robin Hood. She came back and did Wogan, you know. But yeah, and, and I, I suppose the important thing is, is that this is a sketch show. And there, there aren't many of them around at the moment. You no. know, the, the, the fast show I mean, era has sort of left us mm. rather bereft of this kind of thing. I thought that this would be a sort of impression show, judging from the sort of uh, press material ahead of it. Mm. But the only impression she did was uh, Angela Merkel, Judy Dench and uh, Maggie Smith. And I thought the Judy Dench and Maggie Smith ones were a bit uh, weak. You know, Judy Dench is a kleptomaniac, Maggie Smith auditioning for Star Wars. The Angela Merkel was quite good. Uh, I like the Angela... I think of everything, the Angela Merkel was the best thing, and I would have liked, because it was her and Samantha Spiro, yes. wasn't it? I would have preferred a half an hour sitcom, just those two. Uh, I don't know. I uh, thought... But you see, now I, I quite liked some of the characters she made up. But I quite liked what, the Who did you I like, then? I quite liked the women who'd been in prison for 20 years with drugs. And yeah, but country. all of those are just... I, I reckon that's just going to be a one-off. I can't see that you being a regular be next thing. Week. Well, I don't think there's much scope for it um, yeah. outside of the, uh, as you said, the uh, the rumbleos. Yeah, the rumbleos gag. The rumbleos gag. I, I, the I only felt thing like there was I... the beginnings of a catchphrase when she was like, "You what? Mm. What?" When they kept saying, you know, yeah, these things. You know, the so only I thing I like outside of Angela Merkel was the end thing about the libraries being shut down because it had a bit of bite to it, it had a bit of a satirical edge. Yeah. A lot of the jokes and it was were a quite song and dance fun. number and, again, we and it was a song and dance number. But just a lot of it was I don't know, the the topless MP and the the yeah. beautician who lit the curtain on fire and things like that. A lot of it felt weak. I didn't find myself laughing that much. No, there I was just, nothing. There was nothing no. to barely laugh. But there were and surely of... that should be the mark of a of a good any good comedy should make you laugh. I mean, I, um, the film critic Mark Kermode has this thing where it's the five laugh test, where you ha- a, a good comedy can be a film can be marked against the fact that you laugh at least five times. So yeah. I don't know if this would be a similar thing for TV comedy. And I know not all TV comedy, like, you know, uh, something I'm going to talk about in a minute, Crashing, is sort of intended always to make you laugh out loud. Mm. Uh, but Tracy Ullman's show is primarily there for the laughs, because it's a sketch show, and sketch shows are meant to make you laugh. Yeah. So in that in that regard, it failed. I thought the Merkel stuff was good, but apart from that... It, a bit, yeah. The other thing I would say is there's been a lot of rumours out there that this has already been commissioned for a second series. That's not been confirmed by the BBC. That was a Guardian website piece. I think there's a, there's room for this. As you say, it's nothing outstanding, but it, it, there's room for this. I think it's it's something that's a little missing. Okay, yeah, I get you, but it's better than it's Kevin, which is the last well, show. Yeah, about. absolutely. Um, and um, finally, I'll just mention quickly Crashing, which was a new um, comedy, well, comedy drama. It's almost sort of like Fresh Meat style. Okay. Um, 
in so much as it followed a lot of young people who lived in the same abode. This time, though, it was a <clears throat> disused hospital, uh, and they lived as property guardians. This was uh, written and uh, starred Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who's probably best known for playing um, the... I think she was a barrister in the second series of Broadchurch. Yes. Uh, yep. Alongside Marianne Jean-Baptiste, she uh, yeah, junior, uh, junior. defending, um, what's his name now? Olivia Coleman's husband. Yes. That's going to bug me. Was he, was he Joe? Joe, no, that's her husband. Joe's the uh, the character. Oh, is it? No, I don't know. Tom. Tom. No, Tom, Tom was the son. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Hey. Him, anyway. The, the guy who did the murder in the who? first series. No, okay. Yeah. But there was a little reference to this, actually, in the series. Um, because she comes back to visit her friend, who's Damien Maloney, who's one of the people who lives in the hospital. Right. And she, she says, I've been travelling around, and he says, where? He says, she says, mainly in the Midlands, but I spent a bit of time in Bristol. It was quite intense. So there's a little in-joke <laughs> there to Broadchurch. Yeah. I don't know. I found her writing to be a bit heavy-handed. It was, I need to introduce all this plot, all these characters. To be fair to her, she only had about 20-odd minutes because it was a half-an-hour Channel 4 slot with ads, you know what yeah. I mean? There were some interesting characters in the supporting cast. There was this sort of French artist called Melody. She had all the best one-liners. Damien Maloney's character, he's getting married to this girl who's sort of quite uptight, doesn't really have fun. She's a bit like Monica, basically, from Friends, I would describe her as. And then there's also another Broadchurch um, actor, Jonathan Bailey, who played Ollie, the... Oh, yeah, 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 the photographer or the junior... Obnoxious estate agent. And it's one of those things where... Uh, initially, you, find, you think all oh, these characters are a bit annoying, but obviously they peel back the layers and, and they've got things wrong with them. You know, emotional scars, maybe some of them have got that they don't want to reveal to the others. It needed more time. I would have liked this to have been, at least this first episode, to have been at least sort of 45 minutes like, like Fresh Meters, because I don't think you got enough from this in the first episode. There were some good lines. I started to like the characters by the time it finished. I'll probably give it another go, but I just think it was a wasted opportunity not to have this on a bit longer. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, I, pick of the week. We, we've been, oh, sorry. Well, no, I was going to say we, we've add. been we've been we've been treated well by Channel Four comedy. Mm. You guys loved yeah. Catastrophe and Toast of London and things like that. So and fresh, fresh, I suppose to say, Fresh Meat is coming back, isn't it? Um, at some point later this yeah. year. So. Uh, that will uh, prove to be popular, and uh, I should be looking forward to that. Uh, yes, uh, pick of the week. Right, uh, I'll go first. I am going to pick out Lucky Man, uh, which is a hmm. Sky One drama. Oh. Can I just say we'll probably be back by the time that's on, will we not? Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm okay. But I don't want anything else because everything else doesn't look that good. Okay, well then I'm going to say that that that, that, that my pick of the week is uh, the the, uh, the the third episode of Endeavour. Because uh, okay, I'm allowed yeah, to pick enough. things that are on as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very quickly, the second episode of Endeavour was on this weekend, and I thoroughly loved it. I spoke to a friend of mine uh, about this, and I think one of the reasons that I think I love it is its lack of technology and old-fashioned policing. Mm. Uh, the fact that in this week's episode it was a ransom case, and they literally had to follow the the, the trail of the ransom demands around, and they had to be very creative. You know, they, although the kidnapper said, "Oh no." police you know can be involved you know he's not watching them on a spy camera he doesn't no. know that they're police officers and the, the very nice twist was that in the package of money that um uh, that, that, that morse got uh, robbed for he put aniseed balls in it so that the dogs could then try and track it and that seems yeah. simple but it's absolute genius 
in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I, I do feel that this is the best series of Endeavour yet. You're right, there isn't a lot on. I'm going to go for something that, again, um, is something that a lot of people sniff at, but I know you enjoyed at Christmas, and it was called The Midwife. That's yeah, back on I'm so- Sunday night. I think you should, me and you should both watch this because I think you enjoyed it. I'm going to. And and we'll talk about it next week. It's not just a very twee sort of Sunday night drama. It it does get very emotional and very serious. There's, um, in this first episode, a child born born with a birth defect, which is quite gripping. And there's some stuff about the Helen George character and her sort of trying to Mm. turn over a new leaf after sort of admitting that she was an alcoholic at the end of last series. Um, so yeah, so that's that's our picks of the week, and we haven't really got anything to go out with because Luke's not here. That's right. So we'll, we'll just remind you that you can follow Luke on Twitter at the Custard T. Actually, well, no, at Luke Custard TV. Sorry, giving you out there. If you want to follow Luke at the Custard TV, then uh, then do that. But I, he won't get it. Um, I'm at the Gary Show, and Matt is at. Matt's TV with, uh, with a number of T's. A number of T's? We haven't done that one in a while. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, any minute now, I'm going to bring out Dave Javu. Um There you are. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook. Uh, go to The Custard TV and SoundCloud. And if you, you really fancy giving us a nice five-star review on iTunes, go on, you know you want to. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be your friend forever, honest. We'll be back next week, hopefully with Luke. Um, I say hopefully. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah, yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, well, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not hoping. I'm ho- not hoping he's not back. No, does that make sense? <laughs> we wish him double negative goodwill. Yes, uh, and uh, we'll also be finishing the quiz. Uh, and I have a nice surprise and twist about the quiz, which I was going to do tonight, but I can't. So uh, I've got good stuff. And I still haven't come up with the next new feature. Uh, and no, it will not Aww. be ask Mrs. McNamara. Oh, was it going to be? No. Does she does she demand the highest <laughs> contract? She wanted far too much of an appearance fee, uh, so uh, I'm afraid I'm afraid uh, her running her running involvement is no longer. Did you not say, uh, "Come on, Irene"? Oh, well done, well done on remembering. Well done, you. <laughs> oh, I think we just end the show with that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.